0: good afternoon and welcome i would like to extend my greetings to all of you watching and those listening that um we are going to have a wonderful time listening to the word of god i am ready i am prepared to deliver each word that the father has placed upon my spirit and heart to deliver to you so before i start let me ask you to um, share this with others and invite others, let them know that they passed up live, life and he's ready to share the word of God. Praise God. Um, let's close our eyes and pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for this wonderful day, my God, that you have blessed us with. I praise your name for this opportunity that, Lord, we have to share, to teach, to listen to the word of God. And I trust the Holy Spirit as a helper that he is going to teach and help each and every one of us this moment uh, through the word of God. I pray that may there be revelations that will transform our lives, revelations that will change our families, revelations that will shape our destinies, revelations that will cause us to achieve our goals and our plans in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the Spirit, my Father, to be attentive and to hear the word without any distraction. I pray against any obstruction, my Father, that may exist in our environment, that it has no authority right this moment, in Jesus' name. I bind and I rebuke any force and any power that may try to hinder us from hearing and listening to the Word of God. Thank you, for they have no authority over us, in Jesus' name. God, receive the praise, receive the honor, for all of this is to your glory. In the name of your Son, Christ Jesus, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. Okay, so listen, let's get straight into it. After walking through the fog to Jesus Christ, which is a teaching, a message that I delivered last Sunday, it's now time to discover and understand that you are actually a tool in God's hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you have been walking through the fog towards Jesus Christ. And as you have arrived, as you have reached where Jesus Christ is, you are now discovering that you are a tool in the hands of God. A tool in the purpose of this message is a person used by God to carry out a particular or specific function, purpose or task. A person used by God to carry out a particular or specific function, purpose, or task. Praise God. Now, listen to this. Every tool when used gets damaged, is worn out, needs recalibration, ought to be repaired, needs fixing. Amen? So the mere fact that a tool is getting used, The mere fact that a tool is being made to work means that there is a moment when attention needs to be paid to this tool. There is a moment when this tool needs to be reset. There is a moment when this tool needs to be fixed because it has been working. It has been used. Hallelujah. It is different if this tool was kept in storage. Praise God. So today you and I are discovering that we are the tools in the hands of God. That for God to function, for God to do things, for God to work on this earth, he has to use a tool, hallelujah, and the tool that he is using is you and I. Praise God. If you want to think about your place of work, any environment that you may find yourself in, including your family and relationships, you are the tool that God is using in that environment, a tool in the hand of God. Hallelujah. Listen to this. I am a tool in God's hands used to perform given tasks or for the purpose of completing various objectives as set out by the Father. This is the call of the message. This is the phrase, the statement that is so important for this message that I have for you today. I want you to pay attention as I read it once more. I am a tool in God's hands, used to perform given tasks, or for the purpose of completing various objectives as set out by the Father. What I'm saying is that God has different objectives that he has to perform over the earth. And in order for him to perform the given objectives, in order for him to perform the set objectives, he needs a tool to use. He needs an individual to use. Hallelujah. This is why men worship God this is why men praise god now when i'm saying men i'm not referring to the male figure but i am referring to human beings in general male and female hallelujah so men are used by god to do various tasks and objectives according to the need or the desire of god this is why in our prayers we always say let your will be done meaning god has a will god has a purpose god has a plan God has objectives, and in order for these objectives of God to be met, you are needed. You are required. So this moment, what I want you to understand is you are valuable. You are precious. You are important. This is why the word of God says from the book of Peter that you are a chosen generation. Hallelujah. You are a peculiar people. You are an important people. You have been called out of darkness into the marvelous light of God for a purpose. Praise God. It doesn't matter how your nose looks. It doesn't matter how your lips are. It doesn't matter how your face is. It doesn't matter how your skin is. It doesn't matter how tall or short you are. It doesn't matter what your skin tone or your skin color is. It's not about your gender. It's not about your background. It's not about your history. It's not about your academics. It's not about the, the amount of finances that you have accumulated over the years, but it's about the purpose that God has over the earth. Hallelujah. So you being a tool in the hand of God means that you have, to be, um, um, you have to be awake. You have to be sensitive. You have to understand that in your marriage, you are a tool that God wants to use to demonstrate to people the value of a marriage. You have to understand that your children are a tool that God wants to use to demonstrate that God blesses people with children. You have to understand that your relatives, your siblings, your family members are a tool that God wants to use to demonstrate the value of a family, the importance of a family. You have to understand that the ministry that God has placed you in, you are the tool in that ministry to make a difference. You are not there to finger point. You are not there to judge You are not there to blame, you are not there just to add a number, but you are there to make a difference because you are a tool in the hand of God. If you happen to be in politics, hallelujah, if perhaps you are a part of a cabinet, you are not there just to add numbers, but you are there for God to demonstrate that God can also use men who are his in politics praise god if you are a medical doctor a nurse or a doctor a gp whatever expertise that you have attained in your field of practice i want you to understand you are a tool that god wants to use to demonstrate his wisdom to demonstrate his ability to demonstrate his power hallelujah you and i will never see god face to face we have not as long as we are alive it's not possible praise god it's biblical moses Praise God. Moses said to God that I have been walking with you for some time. You have been speaking to me for some time. You have been giving me instructions for some time. But I have not yet seen you face to face. And my desire is to see you. And the response of God was that no one can see me and leave. Hallelujah. So what God said to Moses was what I will do is to cover your face And as I'm going to walk past, I'm going to remove my hand so that you can at least see my back, but my face you cannot see. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? You are a tool in the hand of God, in your workplace. You are not there just to earn a salary, go home, pay your bills, and that's it. No, you are a tool in your place of employment to make a difference in community. make a difference in a society hallelujah if your work has to do with hairdressing praise god you are a tool in that environment so that people can look good you are there for a purpose a tool in the hand of god if you if, if you own a shop hallelujah and you you deal with selling groceries you are a tool in that environment so that you can help feed the children of god now remember Only the children of Israel ate manna, which is food for the angels that fell from heaven. Aside from the children of Israel, no generation, no individual has ever ate angelic food. So what am I saying? If you are there and you are trading in food, you must understand you are a tool in the hand of God to make sure that people are fed. You are important. Are you with me? So you being a tool in the hand of God, when you look around, you must understand that your input is important. Your role is important. Hallelujah. You are not there just to be silent, but you are there to make a difference. You are there to change your community. Why? Because you are a tool in the hand of God. It's not important. It's not possible to be used by God and not be known. It's not possible to be used by God and not be important. The fact that you are being used by the Father, it means you are relevant. Hallelujah. I don't know if you are understanding what I am saying. Go to the book of Isaiah chapter 40. A tool in the hand of God. Say with me, I am a tool in the hand of God. I am a tool in the hands of God. I am important in the hands of God. I am important in the sight of God. I am important in the plans of God. I am important in the assignment of God. I am important in the purpose of God. Anything that God wants to do over the earth, as long as I am alive, I am useful. That's how you must look at your life. Praise God. Everything that you find yourself doing, always remind yourself that I am a tool in the hands of God. I am here because God has a purpose. I am here because God has a plan. I am here because God needs to use me. I am here because without me, something cannot happen. I am here because if I am missing, something is going to go wrong. Praise God. So your value is important. See yourself the way God sees you. Hallelujah. Remember, you were created in his likeness and his image, meaning you are precious. You are special. Hallelujah. A tool in the hand of God. Isaiah chapter 40. I'll start from verse number 12. Now I'll I'll read verses 12 to 31. It's a lot of verses, but I want you to pay attention. Isaiah chapter 12. uh, Sorry, Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 12 to 31. Let me read. Who else has held the oceans in his hand? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who else knows the weight of the earth and has weighed the mountains and hills on a scale? Who is able to advise the Spirit of the Lord? Who knows enough to give him advice or teach him? Has the Lord ever needed anyone's advice? Who knows enough to give him advice or to teach him? Does he need instruction about what is good? Did someone teach him what is right or show him the path of justice? Verse 15. No, for all the nations of the world are but a drop in a bucket. They are nothing more than dust on the scales. He picks up the whole earth as though it were a grain of sand. Verse 16. All the wood in Lebanon's forest and all Lebanon's animals would not be enough to make a burnt offering worthy of our God. The nations of the world are worth nothing to him. In his eyes they account for less than nothing. Mere emptiness and froth. Verse number 18. To whom can you compare God? What image can you find to resemble him? Verse 19. Can he be compared to an idol formed in mold, overlaid with gold, and decorated with silver chains? Verse 20. Or if people are too poor for that, they might at least choose wood that wouldn't decay and a skilled craftsman to carve an image that won't fall down. Haven't you heard? Don't you understand? And are you deaf to the words of God, the words he gave before the world began? Are you so ignorant? Hmm, Verse number 22. God sits above the circle of the earth. The people below seem like grasshopper to him. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them. He judges the great people of the world and brings them to nothing. Verse 24. They hardly get started, barely taking root, when he blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like chaff. To whom will you compare me? This is verse 25. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Asks the Holy One after another, calling each by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. Verse 27. O Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? O Israel, How can you say God ignores your rights? Verse 28, have you never heard that you never understand? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depth of his understanding. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths, will become weak and tired. And the young men will fall in exhaustion. Verse 31. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength, will find their strength, will regain their strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will run and not get tired they will run and not be ashamed they will walk and not faint they will walk and not fall down they will walk and not be embarrassed let me pray father i thank you for the reading of the scripture this word is life this word is authority this word has power to change i bless you that god as we minister change the lives of your people let them be focused oh father and let them gain understanding that there are a tool in your hand. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, these are a lot of verses we have read. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 12 to verse 31. The reason I wanted us to read these verses was so we can understand who God is. Sometimes we need to be reminded. Sometimes we need someone to refresh us. Someone. Sometimes we need someone, Hallelujah to sort of reprogram our memory when it comes to understanding the capabilities of God. It is possible that we get so accustomed to God, it is possible that we get so used to God that we forget that God is the creator. It's possible that we get so used to God that we forget that your life is in the hands of God. It's possible that we get so used to God that we forget that God puts his feet on the earth as a footstool. That's how big God is. That's how great God is. We forget sometimes that he is a source of life. Hallelujah. From the moment you start forming in your mother's womb, to the moment that she gives birth to you, to the moment where you are growing, to the moment where you are a young adult, up until you are adult yourself, all of those phases of your life, God is in control. Praise God. We forget that the seasons that we cherish, the seasons that we enjoy, when you are saying it is winter, when you are saying it is summer, when you are saying it is spring, when you are saying, you know, all these different seasons that come into place, uh, you forget sometimes that the one responsible is God. The Bible even says that God asked Job a question. And he said to Job, Do you know where I keep the lightning? Do you know where I keep the snow? So God has storage for these things. Hallelujah. You and I look at them like they are just part of nature. You and I look at them like they are just normal. But according to the plan of God, they are all controlled by the Father. Being a tool in the hand of God. Being a tool in the hand of God. And as you are reading those scriptures, those verses that we were sharing, you will understand that God is challenging. God is asking questions. God is saying, do you understand how powerful I am? Do you understand that I am able to change things? Do you understand that I can cause things to disappear? Do you understand that I can bring things into existence that never existed? Do you understand that I am able to bless those who were operating under a curse? Do you understand that I am able to cause you to experience a miracle? Do you understand that I am the source of signs and wonders? Do you understand that I am God who can bless? Do you understand that I am God who can lift? Do you understand that I am God who can restore? Do you understand that I am God who has to be worshipped? Do you understand that I am God who has to be praised? Hallelujah. So God is posing these challenges. God is bringing to our remembrance his power. You are a tool in the hand of God. Now, being a tool in the hand of God, I want you to ponder upon this. I want you to ask yourself this. Is there anything that God cannot do? You are a tool in the hand of God. Is there anything that God cannot achieve with you? Yes, I'm talking about you. The same person who is saying you are from a village. The same person who is saying, no, I am poor. The same person who is saying, no, I am young. The same person who is saying, I am a widow. The same person who is saying, I am single, I am alone. The same person who is saying, I have been divorced. The same person who is saying nobody loves me. The same person who is saying I don't have an employment. I don't have a job. The same person who is saying I don't have a business. The same person who is saying I never went to school. The same person who is saying nobody notices me. I am talking to you that you are a tool in the hand of God. God is able to work great things on the earth using you. Hallelujah. So before you go condemning yourself, before you go judging yourself, before you go discrediting yourself, before you go speaking negative about yourself, before you go disqualifying your family, I want you to take a moment and understand that you are a tool in the hand of God. And because you are in the hand of God and you are a tool in the hand of God, it means God is able to use you. It means God is going to use you. You just have to be ready and expect it. Praise the Lord. You have to be ready and expecting that at any moment, God is going to desire to use you. At any moment, God is going to need to use you. At any moment, God is going to have a use for you. Yes, maybe God at the moment, at the present moment, is busy using your neighbor. Maybe at the present moment, God is busy using your family member. Maybe at the moment, God is busy using your fellow colleague. Maybe at the moment, God God is busy using other businesses maybe at the moment god is busy using other students maybe at the moment god is using your best friend but i want you not to forget that you are also a tool in the hand of god meaning your time is going to come hallelujah i want you to shout with me my time is also going to come praise god say with me my time is going to come you see when you are talking to a motor mechanic. Or when you're watching a motor mechanic work, praise God, he will not be able to fix the engine or open it up using one size spanner. It's not possible because there are bolts of different sizes. So now you might catch him busy using a spanner size number 13. But a moment is going to come when he's about to open the head gasket that maybe he needs to go by a smaller size, maybe a spanner size number 8. Maybe when he's getting to the engine block, he's going to need a spanner size number 20. Hallelujah. So there is a time for every tool to be used. That's a revelation. There is a time for every tool to be used in the hand of God. So it doesn't matter if maybe you have heard that your friend is pregnant. They are being used as a tool in that moment. Your time as a woman is also going to come. You just have to keep trusting God that I too, I am a tool in your hand. And my moment is going to come. Hallelujah. Maybe your friend is getting used and they are growing in riches. They are making so much money. They are earning so much wealth. And you are becoming jealous. You are becoming envious. But I want you to pause and remember that that is their moment to be used by God. Your time is also going to come. Hallelujah. You only need to look after yourself so that when God is about to use you, you are ready to be used. Hallelujah. You have to be in a condition that can be used by God. It will be a disaster. It will be a shame if God comes and wants to use you and finds you in a state that he cannot use you. This is a warning that you have to make sure you are looking after your life. So that when God comes and he wants to use you, you must be ready to be used. Here is an example you can relate to. Let me speak to the ladies, okay? If you play netball, hallelujah, not all the players play together when you start playing netball. There are some players which are the first to be selected, hallelujah. And there are other players who are sitting on the bench. But it doesn't mean that because they are sitting on the bench, they are not going to get their shot. All they have to do is to be ready so that at any moment when the coach calls upon them, they are ready to go in and participate. Hallelujah. So you are like sometimes, all right, sometimes you are like a person who is sitting on the bench. Hallelujah. But while on the bench, you must be stretching yourself. While on the bench, you must be preparing your mind. While on the bench, you must be watching what is happening. You must be deciding that once I am called upon, I am going to stand there. I am going to take that shot. I am going to block that player. I am going to do A, B. So you are preparing before you are called upon. Hallelujah. So as a tool in the hand of God, you must understand that you have to be prepared. Maybe your desire is to be a preacher. Like myself, maybe your desire is to be a pastor. Maybe your desire is to be a leader, an usher, a-, a worshiper. Whatever your desire is for the work of God, I want you to take time up and prepare. Hallelujah. Seek the face of God. Pray. Watch videos. Listen to messages. Ask people. Prepare yourself so that once the Father wants to make use of you, you are prepared to be used by God. Praise God. Never be caught off guard never be caught unprepared if you are looking for a job you cannot sit without researching within the field that you want a job in if you are an engineer all right let's say you're a mechanical engineer you deal with mechanics you cannot sit for years or months without getting up to date with what are the new trends in engineering You have to make sure that you are watching videos, you are reading books, you are studying, you are asking people, you are staying up to date with the industry trade so that when your time comes, when you are called upon, you are ready to participate. Hallelujah. So that's what it means to be a tool in the hand of God. You must be prepared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are saying you want to get married. You cannot keep behaving like an unmarried person. You must reach a point where you start to change your ways. You start to respect yourself. You start to, to you know to respect your body. Respect how you speak. Respect how you know you how, how the places you go to, respect your time. Hallelujah. So you start changing so that you are getting yourself prepared for marriage. When that man comes, when that gentleman comes and approaches you and asks you to marry them, you're already prepared. Hallelujah. You don't want to be caught off guard that you have been asked to marry them. You go there and you are still behaving like a single person. The end result, God forbid, will be a divorce. The end result, God forbid, will be you fighting in your marriage. But when you prepare yourself, when you align yourself and say, I am trusting God to get married and you start behaving like it. By the time you find that woman, believe me, things are going to fall into line why you were prepared. A tool. In the hand of God. Hallelujah. A tool in the hand of God. If you are in the church, let me speak to the believers. Hallelujah. The church goers. You are in a church and maybe you are complaining and saying that uh, the pastor does not use me. Maybe you are complaining and saying that the pastor does not see me. I have a challenge for you. Change your ways. All right. Change the way you are speaking. Change your behavior. Begin to be on time start to do things different, start to participate. And believe me, the pastor is going to take notice. The prophet is going to take notice. The evangelist is going to take notice. The apostle is going to take notice. The leaders are going to take notice. And once they take notice, you are the next in line for them to go and say, come and do this. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? When you are a tool in the hands of God, When you understand that you are a tool in the hand of God, you walk prepared. That's a revelation. You move prepared. You sleep prepared. You step out prepared. You do your things prepared. You plan in preparation of what you are trusting God for. That's what faith is all about. Hallelujah. If you are talking faith, you have to be preparing yourself. Hallelujah. That's what it's about, being a tool in the hand of God. If you sit carefully right now and you start to look at your life focus on the things that have not been working out I am almost certain that you are going to discover some things that you need to change now you don't need anyone to come and try condemn you or tell you otherwise but I am saying when I am looking at myself in the areas that I am failing in the areas that I am struggling, then I should be mad enough to realize that there are things that I'm not doing okay that I need to improve on. So being a tool in the hand of God means we have to be accountable. We have to be responsible. We have to be honest with God and ourselves to say that here, I am not doing it right. I need to improve. And once you discover that, begin to work on it. And I know there are things that you cannot do on your own. You have the help of the Holy Spirit. Ask God and say, Father, I have a helper. May he help me in this. On my own, I am struggling. I need assistance. Let the Holy Spirit step in and help you. A tool in the hand of God. Now, listen, here is a prayer I want you to pray. Okay? If you can, write it down. Here is a prayer I want you to take. The prayer goes as follows. Father, may you through the Holy Spirit work on me in the name of Jesus Christ so that I can be useful to you and preferred by you once more by you. Let's say this prayer again. Father, may you, through the Holy Spirit, work on me in the name of Jesus Christ, so that I can be useful to you and preferred by you once more again. Hallelujah. Now, here is a desire I want you to adopt. All right? Adopt this desire. And the desire is, make me new and effective once again. Make me new and effective once again. Remember, at the start I said that when you are a tool that is being used by God, the fact that God is using you, the fact that you are working, the fact that you are performing tasks, the fact that you are busy doing so many things, it means you are getting worn out. It means you are getting tired. It means you are getting broken. It means you are getting bruised. It means you are, getting, you are taking so many hits from different directions. And as a result, you are no longer effective. So the desire is that God must make you new. In your marriage, you're saying, my marriage has no fire, no flame anymore. Pray that God must make you new in your marriage once more. Maybe the passion is lost. Maybe the care is lost. Maybe the consideration is lost. Maybe you are no longer sacrificing in your marriage as you used to. Pray that God must help you so that you can change and be made new once more. You must be effective. Hallelujah. As a colleague, maybe all you have been doing is complaining. Maybe all you have been doing is speaking about other people. Maybe all you have been doing is being lazy and not do your work. I want you to desire that God can renew you. God can use you in your place of employment as you were used in the beginning. You must be one that the bosses can rely on you must be one whom other colleagues can rely on in your family pray that you must be used once more maybe you were relied on by your family members you were the one they used to call and say pray for us you were the one they used to call and say stand with us you were the one they used to call and say help us encourage us but now they are no longer doing that because you need to be repaired you need to be fixed you need to be reconditioned ask God, desire that Father, I want once more to be trusted by my family. Hallelujah. And once God reconditions you, once God recalibrates you, once God fixes you, once he repositions you, you are then going to become an effective tool in his hand that he can use you once more. It's not too late. Maybe as a pastor, Maybe as a prophet, you were on fire. You were being used by God. You were healing people with your prayers. You were d- delivering people of sorts, all sorts of oppression. Now it is just a past. It is history. I want you to desire that God use me once more change me oh father wherever something was broken whatever was not right maybe my tongue maybe my mind maybe my heart maybe my behaviors change me lord so that i can become a useful tool once more in your hands hallelujah so before we close let's look at this all right now a knife hallelujah you are a knife in the hand of god and as a knife it means as god is using you to cut Hallelujah. You are becoming blunt. The more God is using you to cut, you need a time where he must resharpen you. Hallelujah. So let that be your prayer. That Father, if you have been using me as a knife, it is time for you to uh, recondition me so that I can be sharp once more. If you are a hammer that God was using to break. Hallelujah. Because he has used you for so long, you need a moment where you must go back and be reconditioned. So if you have been used by a hammer by God, I want you to pray, desire that Father fix me so that I can become a preferred hammer once more. If you are a glue, hallelujah, you are like super glue that God was using you to stick, maybe in your family you wear the glue of the family maybe in your place of employment you were the glue of the employers maybe in a place, you know, in a neighborhood you were the glue of the neighbors, maybe, you know, wherever God was using you as a glue to put people together, to bring people together, I want you to pray that God must restore you he must recondition, he must put back the chemical content that you need, so you can stick people to you once more, so that people can stick you can pull things together in the name of Jesus, if you were a needle in the hand of god hallelujah if you were a needle that god was using to close now a needle hallelujah is used to cover shame if there is a hole here and I want this hole to be covered, I need a needle so that I can cover that shame. I can cover that hole. So maybe you were a needle in your family. Maybe you were a needle in your business that you were used to cover the shame. Maybe you were a needle in your community. I want you to pray, desire that because you have been used for so long, you must be reconditioned so that you can be trusted once more to cover the shame. Hallelujah. Maybe you were a hole. H-O-E. Amen? A hole is used in the field to prepare the field. Hallelujah. So maybe you were used to prepare the fields, and now you are no longer needed because the age of of the metal steel or the steel of the hole is now blunt. I want you to desire that God can resharpen you so that you can be trusted, so that you can be effective, so that you can be desired to be used to prepare once more. Hallelujah. Maybe you are a container, my God. You are a container that the Father was using to host important things. Praise God. Maybe you were like a bottle that was trusted to host water, and now you have got holes in you. You are leaking water. I want you to pray to God. Trust God that God reconditioned me so that I can once again hold everything together. Together. Maybe I can hold things inside of me. Hallelujah. People can trust me so I can stand with them in prayer. People can trust me with their secrets so I can stand with them and advise them without leaking. Leaking is gossiping. Maybe your problem was gossiping. Maybe your problem was speaking too much. Pray that God can fix that problem because you are a tool in the hand of God. Hallelujah. So you understand that I am using these examples. I am using these analogies so that you can relate that wherever, whatever you are a tool in the hand of God. Look at your whole life in your marriage, with your children, in your um, place of work, in your academics, in your business, in your community in your ministry. Hallelujah. Everything, everything about you as a man, as a woman, you are a tool that God is constantly using for his purpose. Praise God. Never forget that you are a tool in the hand of God. Now, let me read this. And then we close with a word of prayer. Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter. Let's look at chapter 51. Jeremiah chapter 51. I'm looking at verse 20. I'll read verses 20 to 23. So that's uh, one, two, three, four verses. Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 20. Let me read. You are my battle axe and weapons of war. Now, these are the words of God. God is making a declaration. Hallelujah. And he begins by saying, you are my battle axe. Hallelujah. You are my weapon of war. When God wants to wage war, when God wants to go to battle, he is saying you are the tool that he's using. Hallelujah. And he says, My my, for with you I will break the nations in pieces. Are you with me? God is saying what? With you, he is going to break the nations in pieces. And with you I will destroy kingdoms. Verse number 21, with you I will break in pieces the horse and its rider. With you I will break in pieces the chariot and its rider. My God, verse number 22, with you I will also break in pieces man and woman. With you I will break in pieces old and young. With you I will break in pieces the young man and the maiden. And the last verse, number 23, he says, With you I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break the pieces, my in pieces, the farmer and his yoke of oxen. And with you I will break in pieces the governors and the rulers. Hallelujah. So, this last book of Jeremiah, God is letting you know that you are a tool of war. You are an axe in the hands of God. That is to say, God does things using you. So again, let's repeat, you are important in the hands of God. You are precious in the hands of God. In the plan of God, you are there. In the purpose of God, you are there. In the will of God, you are there. Hallelujah. So know that you're valuable. Amen. Say with me, I am precious. Say once more with me, I am precious. Hallelujah. I am valuable. I am treasure before God. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I have done in the work. As the message, you have used me as a tool in your hand this moment to preach the gospel. As a tool in your hand, you have used me to remind your people. As your tool in your hand, you have used me as an amplifier so that I can speak out and the people can get what you are saying. As a tool in your hand, you have used me as a reminder so they can be reminded, my father, of what it means to be a tool in your hand. As, as a tool in your hand, you have used me to remind your people that they are precious, they are valuable, and they are important. My God, I pray that every ear that has been listening to my voice, I declare that my Father, they be reconditioned in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that was broken with them, everything that was broken in them, everything that was broken about them. This moment I pray that Father fix them in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that repair them in the mighty name of Jesus. Recondition them in Jesus' name. I speak that Father they be recalibrated. Yes, we they the lost effectiveness I pray that may they be effective once more. Let them be favored once more. (laughs) Let them be preferred once more. Let them be chosen once more. Hallelujah. I pray that, Father, even though you have been using those around them and not them, it is not to say they are not important. It is not to say they are less valuable, but it is because it was time for you to use those around them. I pray that God prepare them, that they understand their time is at hand, that they are about to be used by you, O Lord. I honor you and I praise you that this is a word in the right moment. For after they have walked through the fog toward Jesus, they have just discovered that they are precious. They have just discovered that they are important port Hunter. my god may you receive a praise may you receive an honor May you receive adoration. You are worthy of all glory, my God. You are the God of Tadala, for I have seen you do great. You are the God of the Malawas, for I have seen you do great. You are the God in my marriage, for I have seen you do great. You are the God in my workplace. I have seen you do great. You are the God over my businesses. I have seen you do great. You are the God over my family, over my siblings. I have seen you do great. You are the God in my finances. I have seen you do great greater. You are the God of my healing. I have seen you do greater. You are the God of my promotion. You are the God of my favor. You are the God of justice. I have seen you do greater. You are the God of peace. I have seen you do greater. My Father, receive all the honor. Receive all the glory. Receive the praise. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So um, effectively, that's a message that I had to share with you on I am a tool in the hand of God. And I I want you to understand that as you are stepping out from this platform, as you are going, you know, through the rest of the day, as you are starting a new week from tomorrow, I want you to keep singing that tune. I want you to keep reminding yourself that you are a tool in the hand of God. It is just a matter of time before God uses you great. It is just a matter of time before you start to celebrate. It is just a matter of time before you give your testimony. It is just a matter of time before you start to dance and the people begin to congratulate you to say congratulations because god has remembered you have a lovely day have a wonderful time enjoy and god lift you shalom